0: Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 27 of a pretty good podcast, Yes, Unchecked Baggage.
1: According to our marketing manager that we paid lots of money to, she <laughs> says we are pretty good. <laughs> so we got that going for us.
0: Yes, I feel really proud right now, really proud.
1: At least we're not so- terrible. Or good. We're pretty good. You know, you have scale, terrible, good, pretty good, great. We're mm-hmm. pretty good.
0: At least we're not subpar.
1: Yeah, we're subpar.
0: What do we want to talk about? Do we wanna do we wanna update everybody on what's going on in our lives?
1: Does anybody care? I think so. Do it quick.
0: Maybe. I don't really have anything to say.
1: What have yeah, we been doing? We just went to Albuquerque.
0: Oh, true. Oh, my mom came to live with us. Your mom came to live with us? Yeah. Which went to- I didn't like. You're a liar. You're such a liar.
1: I don't like is her room is right next to our room. So our sexual, our sexual uh, encounters now are hush, hush. <laughs> we have to have sex quietly, Good like thing. mimes. We're mimes. <laughs> We're sexual mimes now.
0: Good thing mom doesn't listen to this anymore.
1: Also, also uh, from Albuquerque, we did my Chapman Family Reunion.
0: Yes, that was fun.
1: Which we do for a weekend once a year. And, uh, that's still it.
0: Yeah. Everything else is just work. High school band started back up. So I have assistant treasurer duties to do now. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
1: Lena didn't have enough stuff to do. So she added that on there.
0: Yeah. I like to, you know, over commit to things under deliver. That's. That's
1: my except for sex. She never overcommits for sex.
0: (laughs) I do overcommit and underdeliver.
1: You underdeliver on sex. Yes, I
0: I know. (laughs) Anyway, let's go. Let's move on. I would like to apologize for the audio in the last episode. I know it was terrible. Totally my fault. We were doing a, a a Google Meet call or a Zoom call. I don't remember. And I thought I had all the audio equipment set up correctly, but apparently Rob's mic wasn't recording. So sorry for all of you that sat through that, but thank you very much.
1: We may we may get an actual studio to record in, but we don't know yet. Maybe, possibly. We'll have to see how much it's going to cost us.
0: Yeah. We have a I'm,
1: very low budget. I
0: know. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah, zero dollars <laughs> so. Yeah, until we can make some money on this, we can't spend too much more money on this.
1: If any of our listeners want to send us any money, you can send us some money to help us improve our show.
0: If there's any interest in sending us money, let us know and we'll start a Patreon. But I just figured there's probably nobody interested in giving us money at this point. if we do
1: Patreon, we can do our podcast in the nude.
0: Ew, no. no.
1: That's not what it means? no. We can do, can we do, what's it, what's that called? The, the girls that do the, the... It's
0: not an OnlyFans. Oh, we
1: can do an OnlyFans podcast. We'll be the first OnlyFans podcast. I'm
0: sure there already is one. I'm a live sure there, feed. I'm sure there are naked podcasts Where the listeners right say,
1: now. take off your shirt or put on your glasses or kiss each other. Ew. Let us know if anybody's interested in an OnlyFans podcast of me and Lena.
0: No, how All about right. we we not? <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> All right, so uh, last week or last or two weeks ago, we did the interview with my cousin Vonnie about the psycho cowboy stalker, and after that, we did a little bit of research.
1: What Bonnie did?
0: Yeah, and uh, it turns out that her so the, her stalker actually ended up like getting married, mm-hmm. having a kid, and actually named the kid the same as her as Bonnie's kid's name. Ah, wow, that's a which, weird one. Which is not. Not a typical name. It's not like a, a Mike or a no. John.
1: There's probably you know? maybe ten or fifteen of them with people with that name. So that's not a that's that's not a coincidence. That's purposeful. Purposeful? Is that very, a word? Very,
0: very weird. Yeah. And then also we saw that he has lots of arrests. Lots and lots and lots and lots Shocking. of arrests. Anyway, just wanted to follow up on that.
1: He also said he's a vet and he's not a vet. So
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's got problems.
0: He does. So before we get started on today's episode, we're going to follow up on stalking and tell you what all of our research says. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and tell you which sources we're going to be using so that I don't have to remember to cite them as we go. We are using things from, this is a big list, ustravel.org, OGP ojp.gov, stylist.co.uk, Café Mom, uh, ncadv.org, page6.com, marriage.com, stalkingriskprofile.com, and fighterlaw.com.
1: Okay. Got all that out of the way.
0: They will all be linked in the show notes. The snow... The snow... They'll all be linked notes. in the show notes. I can't even talk today. All right, so let's get started. We listened to Vani's story of her stalker, and there are different types of stalkers, and the type of stalking that she experienced was partner stalking, right? Right. Partner stalking is actually the largest category of stalking cases out of all the stalking cases. That is true. Mm-hmm.
1: Because... Three out of four stalking victims know their stalkers in some capacity. The most common relationship between the victim and the perpetrator is a current or former intimate partner.
0: Mm-hmm. You know that? I well, just told you now you know. <laughs> I know now.
1: Also, 81% of women who were stalked by a current or former husband or cohabitating partner were also physically assaulted by that partner, while 31% were sexually assaulted. Wow, that's a lot. I got one more for you. Okay. Okay, you ready? 66% of female stalking victims were stalked by former spouses or intimate lovers. That's why it's the number one.
0: Okay, so 66% of all stalking female stalking victims...
1: Were stalked by former spouse or intimate lovers.
0: Yeah, wow. That's they're, a they're, lot. They,
1: because they got their feelings hurt. Oh, she broke up with me. My feelings are hurt. I'm going to stalk you now make your life miserable. So you will take me back.
0: Mm, I don't know. I think it's usually that they're, I mean, yeah, there, there are, and, and, um, I've got some notes down below that we we'll talk about the different type of stalkers, but I think a lot of times these people, they start exhibiting stalking behavior even before they break up. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they hurt my feelings. Now I'm going to become a stalker. It's just, they already had those tendencies. They're already acting like that. And that's probably what pushed the person away to begin with. And then it just escalates. Right. as as they are trying, as as the victim is trying to get away. We've got a lot of statistics for you here today because we found some, Rob found some research. I also found this one article that I've got linked that is really great. It gives a lot of information. So a lot of my stuff is coming from that. And it says between 4.8% and 14 and a half percent of women, 18 and up report ever being stalked by an intimate partner. If it's up to 14% of women, that's a lot of women. And in contrast, only 0.6% of men report ever being stalked by an intimate partner.
1: Can I tell my story that I got told by a coworker? Yeah. So I was telling him about, we did an episode of stalking. He said, my my friend, who's a guy, was stalked by his girlfriend. They broke up. They were living together. She wouldn't move out. And she kept trying to get her to move out. She wouldn't. She would kind of move out, but she'd go in her car and sleep in the parking lot for a couple of days at a time. And then when he went to work, she would go into the apartment and make him dinner, not stay, just make dinner and leave. So when he got home, dinner was ready.
0: That's so he weird. He called
1: the police. They wouldn't do anything because she didn't threaten him, t- you know, threatening like they did, for, like they do for most people.
0: Yeah, I can imagine calling and being like, oh, yeah, she made somebody me broke <laughs> in and made
1: me dinner. <laughs> That's basically what it was. I kicked her out. She won't move out. So really? finally, he had to record all this. He had to take he had to take pictures. He had to record everything, video messages and all that. And then he called the police again and finally they told her she had to move out. So that's how he got rid of her. So it was a process. So it's not just when women call and complain. It's For some reason, it's just hard when you got a stocking case to without them actually doing anything to you to get them out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've got some notes uh, that we'll go through on that too, or just how successful it is whenever you call the police.
1: Also, since you went on the 18 and over thing, uh, people aged 18 to 24 have the highest rate of victimization, so that's the that's the wheelhouse. Eighteen to twenty four, they have the highest rate of being stalked.
0: I wonder why. I wonder what happens after
1: because like, young what, when people you get a
0: little bit older.
1: Well, young people can't handle rejection. That's my guess. I'm assuming that the well, men. No, are the no, same no,
0: no, no. It's the well. You're saying no. I don't think you're right. I don't think the men are the same age. It that doesn't say anything about how old the stalkers well, I'm are. Just, I'm
1: assuming that they're about the same age dating.
0: Maybe. But I think, I think that the age is 18 to 24 because I don't know what it, I, I, I don't know. Sorry, I'm stuttering. I, mean, that's, I don't that's, know what it is.
1: My theory is that if they're dating somebody the same age that probably has never been broken up with before, let's just say, and they get broken up with, they can't handle it. And they're doing everything they can to get that back because they've never dealt with heartbreak before. That's probably a lot of it. Some of it could be because that age group might not be a hip to the way of the world, and they're vulnerable or naive, so they, they they don't see it as stalking until after it escalates to a certain point.
0: That's with the assumption, and I unfortunately, I did not find anything that said what the average age of the stalkers are. And that's assuming that, they, that they're dating people their own age, but I bet you a lot of these stalkers are a little bit older they than that. They could them. be. They could be. I think they just like to prey on younger women because they're easier targets. hmm That's what I think. Most women that are stalked by an ex-partner were physically abused by that partner during the relationship. So that is one clue Mm. that if you are being physically abused and you break up, then you may be in for some stalking. That happened to
1: Vonnie too, right? He physically abused her.
0: Right. The stalking usually starts during the relationship and escalates during periods of separation. And that's exactly what Vonnie said. Uh Um, Yeah, she was... He was basically watching everything she did whenever they were together, which wasn't very long, but it didn't take long for that behavior to start. And then the average length of partner stalking is two years. Could you imagine being stalked for two years?
1: That would suck.
0: God, it would. It so would bad. probably change you for the rest of your life. We
1: got. St- I got stuff on that later.
0: Okay. Yeah. Good. Let's talk a little bit about femicide. First, femicide is... When a woman is murdered by a partner. All
1: right. 89% of femicide femicide victims who had been physically assaulted before their murder were also stalked in the last year prior to their murder. So they were stalked. Before they were murdered. So
0: most women that get murdered by a partner is what it's saying. Yeah, if I'm going to nutshell that, most most women that get murdered by a partner were, were stalked first. first. Yes. Gosh, this is serious stuff. There's also a big link between partner stalking and sexual assault. and that sucks.
1: Yeah. Oh. So that I, the story just happened of in Austin actually of three bikers, professional bike racers. Okay. Mm-hmm. One a male biker and two female bikers. The male biker was dating one female biker and broke up with her and started dating another female biker. The one he broke up with stalked him, followed him to her house that he's dating the other biker. He left. She went to the house, killed her, then went to Brazil, then they got her.
0: You've got all these female stalker stories.
1: Well, no, it was that's just, it was on the radio.
0: But my research yeah. shows
1: no, no, that gener- the majority of yeah.
0: stalkers are male. Yeah, no, that's true.
1: Way, way majority. That's why. That's probably why it was a story, because it was a female Stalker. Probably, yeah.
0: yeah. Women get stalked all the time and it never makes the news. Some of the tactics that these stalkers employ are physical vi- or, sorry, physical surveillance, unwanted phone calls, other unwanted contact like letters or emails, et cetera, property, in- property invasion and damage, proxy stalking, cyber stalking. So they use a lot of different methods. Mm-hmm. Do you know what proxy stalking is?
1: Uh, my guess is that you get... You ask, you stalk them by asking their friends questions.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You basically stalk stalk them through someone else. Mm -hmm. So if we, I've got a quote um, from one of the articles and it's quote, it says, quote, intimate stalkers compared to non-intimate stalkers are by far the most malignant. They have violent criminal records, abuse stimulants and or alcohol, but are rarely psychotic. They frequently approach their targets and escalate in frequency and, intensify, or, and intensity of pursuit. They insult, interfere, threaten, and are violent. Over one half of these subjects will physically assault their object of pursuit. Virtually all of them reoffend, and they do so more quickly than the other two groups. Also, one out of three will threaten with or use a weapon. Hmm. So yep. the, yeah, so the intimate stalkers are the worst. Just going, lover. Yes. The one that got
1: his feelings hurt because his penis was too small.
0: Yeah, they're absolutely the worst. 71% of the partner stalking victims who were threatened were actually assaulted compared to only 33% of the non-intimate partner stalking victims. So they really are the most dangerous stalkers out there. And research shows that partner stalkers are more violent toward their victim but less likely to be psychotic, which I found kind of interesting. Hmm,
1: that is kind of weird
0: yeah so they're not they're not really totally cray cray, but they they're mean
1: yeah so 76 percent of women murdered by an intimate partner were stalked first while 85 percent of women who survived murder attempts were stalked Wow so it all goes back to the same thing yeah. Intimate stalkers, so be careful when you break up with people.
0: And not all abusive partners also stalk their partners, but abusive partners who stalk are more violent than abusive partners who do not stalk.
1: Yes, and the people out here who are listening to this that have been stalked probably know what would know the truth, like know this is the fact, because most of them are probably stalked by intimate partner.
0: Even though prior history of stalking is associated with future stalking behavior. Several studies suggest that the majority of partner stalkers discontinue their stalking behavior behavior after a civil protective order is obtained against them. So that's probably one of your best lines of defense if yes. you are being stalked. And we'll talk some about that later, too, about what to do. But that, that is one of the most effective things is to get that protective order. Because the ones that aren't totally crazy will go ahead and leave you alone at mm-hmm. that point. Yep. So what effect does stalking have on the victim, there are a lot of ramifications. The first one is emotional. You want to talk
1: about that? Sure. So um, stalking victims suffer much higher rates of depression, anxiety, insomnia, and social dysfunction than the general public. PTSD
0: Uh, too, from what I read.
1: Yeah. So that's also part of it. They get that also. One in four stalking victims contemplated suicide.
0: Yeah. It's got to take its toll. Mentally and emotionally.
1: Okay. Then it has economic hardships. Mm-hmm. Um, one in seven stalking victims have been forced to move because of their victimization, just like Bonnie.
0: Yeah. And that, I mean, th- that's not cheap.
1: And what about the ones that don't have a place to go? Mm-hmm. Like she had a place to go to start, o- to start over. And A lot of people don't. One in eight stalking victims has reported losing work because of the stalking. More than half of these victims reported losing at least five days of work or more.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of them
1: lose their jobs. Yeah, because they because a the stalker goes to their work and they're afraid to go to work because they don't want anybody else to get hurt.
0: Mhm. Cuz if they have their routine every day, then the stalker knows exactly where to find them. Right. And then also another financial hardship is, is that they have to buy protective equipment like alarms and stuff like that. They've also got more legal fees than other people if they're if they're prosecuting or trying to prosecute this person and then they've got health and mental treatment costs and sometimes the stalker will deliberately damage the victim financially by like ruining their credit or ordering things in their name
1: they have all their information depending on how close you were they can open a bunch of accounts and charge on and never pay it and you're really screwed
0: being a victim of a stalker can be very expensive also there are problems when children are involved so having children with the stalker makes everything harder stalkers they'll tend to threaten to get custody custody of the kids. Um, they'll send threats through the children. They'll threaten to harm the kids, to kidnap the kids, or threaten to kidnap the kids. Yeah, it's hard, not just on the victim, but also the people around the victim, which can be their kids.
1: Yeah, that's a case that happened in Carrollton like two years ago. The guy, his wife left him. He drove all the way from Rowlett to Carrollton to her work. She went to work. He got out of his car, shot her. And stabbed her. Oh my god! And then went and then drove back to Rowlett. He had a wig. He he wore um, a black mask, so you couldn't tell who he was. But he he left the car that he stole or bought or something a couple of blocks from his house. That's how they found him. But it wasn't hard to find him anyway. So he pleaded guilty. So he's about to go to prison. One year old kid. They have a one year old kid.
0: Well, another problem uh, can be social problems if you're the victim of a stalker. So a lot of times you'll get disconnected from your social networks. Like with Vani's story, you know, he he was trying to keep her from being around her her people, you know, her friends, her family, and that happens a lot of the time because if they can get you disconnected from your from your support system, then
1: they have more control.
0: Yeah, they have more more control over you. Also, friends, family, and other people close to you they could actually be at risk too of the threats and harassment and assault even. So it can it can affect.
1: Yeah, it could be. They can go to your mom and say, tell me where your daughter is. Mm-hmm. Tell me. And then that they, they gets physical. And then she says, okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Just don't hurt her then, you know. So, yeah, it can, it, it can escalate and expand to other people.
0: Yeah. It also can expand to being a financial burden on society. In 2003, there was $342 million due to lost productivity and mental health care. Wow. Because of stalking. And I know that's old, you know, kind of an older statistic, but I mean, I'm sure it's just way, even way more than that now. And then in one state in 2007, there was $9 million in costs for the state for the victims that got protective orders. So that shit's expensive, Mm -hmm. really expensive for these fucking crazy bastards. Only 17% of overall stalking instances are actually reported to the police. Why do you think that is?
1: They don't want to seem like they're crazy and they don't think the police will do anything. Yep. I mean, most of the times they want, they
0: won't. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah, uh, they do exactly what you said. Police. They think the police aren't going to do anything. They're also afraid of the stalker. They're afraid, you know, what if I rat on this person and then nothing happens and then they're going to be even mad at, at me. Uh, they're afraid that they don't have enough proof. They think that nobody's going to believe them. They don't want the police or the courts involved because they think it's a personal matter. And they think sometimes that the stalking isn't severe enough. You know, oh, he's only threatening me. He's not actually hitting me right now. So, you know, maybe I don't need to report it. And then they also worry about the consequences of calling the police because they think that the consequences are going to be too negative.
1: So this is probably a good time for this part. So did you know that until like 1990, stalking wasn't even against the law? Really? Right. So my research, I found that in, uh, there was a show called My Sister Sam and the actress name was Rebecca Schaefer. She was a star of the show. And in 1989, she was killed in her doorway by Robert James Bardo. Mm Mm-hmm. Before that, there was no stalking laws. So since that case, since she, she was murdered, that's when California started instituting stalking laws. 1990. That's how long it took. Wow. Because somebody kind of famous got married. Got married? I mean, got, got killed. <laughs> Wasn't well, married. Yeah. And the guy's still in prison right now. So.
0: Wow. Yeah. I think that shows- 1990. That, I think that shows that you have some sort of subconscious connection between being murdered and being married.
1: Well, they do go together.
0: <laughs> everybody, or not everybody, but the people that don't report their stalking to the police, it's actually for good reason because studies show that those perceptions really are reality. The police oftentimes don't even write up a report. They don't advise victims properly. And when they do finally arrest someone, the charges typically aren't actually for stalking. It's usually for things like protective order violations, assault, harassment, et cetera. It usually gets pled down if it starts off as a stalking charge, yes. it gets pled down to something else.
1: Stalking is a felony, harassment is not. Right. So um, 54% of femicide victims reported stalking to the police before they were killed by their stalkers. So there you go. Now, of that fifty-four percent, did the police do a protective order? It didn't. It didn't say that, but they, but so half the people report it, and they still get killed.
0: I think there are usually a lot of things that have to happen before, before. you can get a, pre, a a protective order. Yeah. So I would, I bet those are just reports, not necessarily not necessarily a protective order. And then uh, also prosecutions, they're actually very few and far between for stalking. And 55% of the time the cases are totally dismissed. So even if you get up the courage to call the police and make a report and press charges, more than half the time it's going to be dismissed. So no wonder people aren't calling the police because they're not doing a fucking thing about it.
1: But I wonder if that and- gets a stalker to stop, though. If you go to court, even if you lose, I wonder if he's like, okay, I need to stop. got pushed my luck.
0: I don't know. I I bet there's probably a certain percentage, but then I bet that there are also another percentage of people that get even more emboldened. Probably. Because they're like, oh, the police aren't going to do anything to me, so I can just keep on going. And the funny thing is, is that even though partner stalkers are truly the most dangerous, it's way more likely that a stranger stalker will be prosecuted. They're way more likely to be prosecuted than a a partner.
1: You know why that is? I think... (laughs) It's easier to prove stalking if you've never had a relationship with that person before. So if you've had a relationship with them, I think the the judge and the jury will look at it as, well, you know, maybe you wasn't firm enough when you said no or whatever, whatever. So that, I think they give them a little bit more leeway. I think it's harder to prove that way than to somebody that you don't know at all. Because if you don't know anybody at all, they're like, well, they don't even know who you are. That's stalking. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's more black and white that way, but right. it doesn't... It doesn't mean that they shouldn't be taken more seriously. Oh, no,
1: no, I'm not saying it's wrong. Right. it's right. I'm just it's probably hard to prove because you have a relationship with them.
0: Yeah, and I think sometimes the law is um, I think they're hesitant to get involved with partner disputes. probably. So what kind of stalkers are there? There's a list. I actually pulled these from a couple of different lists. I mean, there's not just like one concise list that says these are the only types of stalkers. So some of them are the rejected stalker. And this is the one that we've been talking about, the partner stalking, you know, the one that's been broken up with and is feeling rejected and dejected. Then there's the resentful stalker. That's when someone feels like a stranger or an acquaintance has wronged them in some way. And these stalkers oftentimes have a mental illness that causes them to feel this way about a total stranger. I think
1: I have one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have one of those.
0: Yep, You sure do. Then there's the intimacy-seeking stalker. On this one, victims are usually strangers or acquaintances. The stalker thinks that they're in love with the victim, and they're trying to establish a romantic relationship with them.
1: I think I have one of those, too.
0: <laughs> I hope not. Then there's the incompetent suitor. This is kind of like the intimacy seeker, but this type of stalker has the goal of getting a date with the victim or a short-term sexual relationship. They generally tend to be insensitive to any distress that they're causing the victim.
1: That could be the ones that stalk the famous people, I bet.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. And then there's the predatory stalker. These are usually male stalkers with female victims. The victims are typically strangers who the stalker has a sexual interest in. And these are the stalkers that will sexually assault their victims. They get a sense of power and control from targeting their victim. And then I found a couple of other ones, which I wouldn't have thought of.
1: Yeah, I think these are new, added on to the, since 2016, probably.
0: Yeah. Political stalker. These people they target people who either agree with them or disagree with them on their political beliefs.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah.
0: Yeah, I bet that is a, a relatively. I got new one
1: point. of those too. I got a lot of those probably.
0: <laughs> Rob thinks he's being stalked all the time. Well,
1: I know I'm being stalked by one person for sure. I know.
0: Then there are hitmen. They're actually considered stalkers too. That's the most dangerous type of stalker because someone has that's someone that's been hired to. Either kill or injure someone else.
1: Ah, I wouldn't. I didn't. I wouldn't think of them as a sto- I guess that is correct though, because they probably okay. stalk you out for a couple of days before they figure out your pattern and kill you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then I did a little bit of research on celebrity stalking, and the types of stalkers there, they're they're mostly the same. So for cele- cele- bl- 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 I can't even talk celebrities. Um, there are. The rejected, resentful, intimacy seeker, incompetent suitor, and predatory stalkers. But then there are some additional ones that apply just to celebrities. One of them is a help seeker, and that's similar to the resentful stalker, not quite resentful yet, but may become so. Mm -hmm. And then there's the attention seeker, and that's someone that's hoping to get some sort of fame by being associated with a celebrity. And then there's the chaotic stalker. Those are the psychotic types, and it's really difficult to understand their motivations.
1: So I pulled up, there's a, I Googled famous stalking cases, and there's about 20 of them, but I just pulled up three, for example. So one of them is Gwyneth Paltrow. She was stalked by a guy named Dante S-O-I-U, and he stalked her by sending her 500 messages, sex toys, and porn. Wow. Okay? He was finally convicted, and then when he got out of prison— He contacted her again to say, look at me, I've changed. I'm a different person. Still trying to start a relationship with him.
0: What a crazy man. Yeah.
1: Then Madonna was stalked. Madonna has a lot of stalkers. Her stalker was weird because he threatened to cut her from ear to ear. Ooh. He got uh, 10 years in jail for stalking her. His name was Dewey. Gave Madonna nightmares from that. And he would jump over a fence.
0: Oh, that's so scary.
1: So then I did one on, there was a couple of men... Alec Baldwin, but I do one on David Letterman. So David Letterman's stalker would break into his house, steal his Porsche and take it for a drive, and pretend to be his wife. He, she stalked him for a long time. Uh, it didn't say how long.
0: She he, would take his car.
1: Yeah, it says he, she would steal his Porsche and take it for a joyride, often breaking into his home, and then she would pretend to be his wife. She killed herself.
0: Wow.
1: So, yeah.
0: Who would want to be David Letterman's wife? That's what was weird. I mean, like, just, pick somebody at least good looking.
1: About David, well, he's famous, oh. and he had a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Any other celebrities that you know of that have been stalked?
1: Alec Baldwin was where somebody he acted with one time from Canada, and she would show up at his at functions and try to date him. Really? And wanted, yeah, and wanted to have sex with him.
0: Wow. And
1: I think he just got a restraining order. There was a whole there's a whole bunch of them.
0: Yeah, I yeah. bet. Being in the public. Jennifer I'm Aniston. Like. Yeah. All right. What can you do? If you are the victim of stalking. Well, lucky for you, I did some research and found an article that gives 25 things that you can do if you're being stalked.
1: Twenty-five.
0: Do we want to run through all of them? If we were run through all of them, we got to go real quick or we can just pick some to talk about. What do you want to do? Uh,
1: just do them all real quick. No comments.
0: All right. Number one, tell friends and family Two, establish a code word. Do
1: you, code word for what?
0: Yeah, if you have questions about any of these, code, let me know. code word for what? Uh, with your friends, to where if they call you and you say a certain oh, word okay. or you text them a certain word, then it means you're in trouble.
1: I think it should be like I want to order a pepperoni pizza. You call somebody like you're going to order pizza. That's, I saw a movie about that one time, and they came and rescued her.
0: Nobody calls to order pizza anymore, Rob. Well, some people do. No. Number three, don't go out alone. Number four, stop minimizing their behavior. Number five, don't feel sorry for them.
1: That's the biggest one right there. Mm -hmm. Don't feel sorry for them because they're going to want to make you feel sorry for
0: them. Yep. Number six, trust your gut. Number seven, stop blaming yourself. Number eight, change your number. Number nine, swear off social media. That's a really smart one. Mm -hmm. Ten, be direct with them.
1: Yeah, no. but I don't know if that works or not.
0: Uh, well, you it know, should. but you can't him haw around. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, maybe I'll talk to you I later. I want to break up
1: with you. We don't have anything in common. Please don't call me or text me or whatever. Yeah. We're done. Yes. Don't, not, uh, no, Maybe but we can give another try. Don't string yeah. them along. Yes.
0: Number 11, leave town. Number 12, spend more time in public locations. 13, be ready in case of attack. 14, Change your routine.
1: I was about thinking about that. That means also don't drive to work the same way every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Number 15, avoid third parties who may have contact with your ex. hmm You don't need them telling your business. Right. 16, return gifts. Don't accept any gifts from a stalker. Right. Even if it's expensive. Even if it's a diamond. <laughs> 17, take a self-defense course. Eighteen, consider a security system. Nineteen, change your passwords. Twenty, keep your private life private. Twenty-one, be careful about who you trust. Twenty-two, keep a record of stalking incidents. That's
1: very important. Yes. Anytime they call you or text you, screenshot it, maybe have an answer machine on your phone so you you can save all the messages. And if you do answer the phone, record the call.
0: An answering machine on your phone like we're in 1995. Well, if you're, being, if
1: you're being stalked, you might need that if you have a home phone.
0: Nobody has a home phone. Some people have world. a home phone. No, babe. they don't. Yeah, some people do. 18 to 24-year-olds, the ones that are being stalked, they don't have a damn home phone. <sighs> I guarantee you. Unless they're still living with their grandparents. That's true, because
1: we try to get your kids to use a the phone. They picked it up and didn't know what to do. So that's yeah, right. okay. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they picked it up and like, what do you do now? Nobody's there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It was really sad. (laughs) It was. 23, seek a restraining order. 24, check on your family. 25, block their number.
1: See, the thing about that, changing your number and blocking your number, if they have any of your family's number, then the calls are going to go to them. Like Bonnie said, that she didn't change her number because she knew that he would call whoever other people around her so
0: yeah but i really think changing her number might have been a a good option because yeah he would have called around for a while but eventually once he wasn't able to get a hold of her he would have it would have like just petered out
1: so maybe 26 should be um keep your family numbers and your other numbers away from your partner until you know for sure they're not a crazy stalker. They don't need it.
0: Maybe, but a lot of these people are married. You know, they they get married and then end up with this crazy person that's stalking them. Mm, that's true. You know. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got. You that's got it? it. Yeah, that's it.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna tell a joke on this one. I already told the joke in the preview.
0: Alrighty. Well, we are linking some resources again in the show notes for those of you that may be experiencing stalking or know someone that is. Those are some resources that that can help. Also, feel free to reach out to us. We're always here to listen, but we're not professionals. Well, I'm a professional. You're not a professional therapist. But for relationship advice or to tell us how great we are, please email us at uncheckedaf at gmail.com. We can also be found at uncheckedbaggage.co on Facebook by searching at uncheckedaf.com. Our Twitter handle is at unchecked, B-A-G-G-A-1, or search for unchecked AF on Instagram. We're also on TikTok. Search for Unchecked Baggage. Thank you to Jessica at jessiebcreative.com for our awesome cover art. Thank you to Danielle for managing our social media.
1: Yeah, thank you for telling us we're pretty good, Danielle.
0: (laughs) And thanks to everyone for listening to Unchecked Baggage.